If you build it, he will come. A bunch of baseball players will emerge from a cornfield in Dyersville, Iowa tonight. The Yankees and White Sox in throwback uniforms will face off on a field built right next to the Field of Dreams movie set. The film star, Kevin Costner, tells CBS This Morning. Nobody, you know, saw this coming. And to, to see what's happened here, you know, is, is, is fantastic. First pitch, 8 p.m. Eastern. New jobless claims are down for the third week in a row, with 375,000 filing last week. Dow up 25 futures. CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts will help with all your car care needs. Whether you're shopping for parts, accessories, or supplies, we've got you covered. Right now, get Superior Coverall Tire Shine 2 for $16, plus earn double O rewards points. Keep your car looking like new. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. A heavy metal band reaches a milestone. It's been 30 years since Metallica released its fifth studio album. Metallica, better known as the Black Album, was recorded over eight months in L.A., then released in 1991. And it was a surprise to fans who were used to a heavier sound. And nothing else the Black Album debuted at number one in nearly a dozen countries and spent more than 550 weeks on the charts. It's still the band's best-selling album. Last year, it also made Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. It's been 40 years since Prince Charles married the late Princess Diana. Hi, Diana Francis. Hi, Last night, Take a slice the of their wedding Charles cake with the royal Charles. coat of arms designed in marzipan sold at auction for more than $2,500. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Ad paid for by CompleteCar.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-549-1980. Now, drivers who are covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. 800-549-1985. 800-549-1985. What do you have to lose? Again, 800-549-1985.
Step back in time at Four Mile Bakery out on the farm. At Four Mile Bakery out on the farm, the wagon wheel donuts are authentic, handcrafted, and made the old-fashioned way. Using an old Amish recipe, the wagon wheel donuts are soft and fluffy like cotton candy, and they melt in your mouth. As you step through the front door, you'll smell what great-grandma's house used to smell Fresh yeast donuts, cake donuts, breads, candies, and fudge, all ready for you and your family to enjoy. Four Mile Bakery, out on the farm. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. Cars, That's Auto cars, Smarts. Friday afternoons cars, at 106 cars, on 970 cars, WATH and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. My community means everything to me. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from, and as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The training and leadership skills I get from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people and look out for my community. If you'd like to learn how you too can serve part-time in the community you love, visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. I'm Malcolm. I'm a commercial cash management specialist, but I'm also a leader and a musician. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find Malcolm or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com. At Ohio Health, we'd like to remind you that the health issues you faced before the pandemic haven't just gone away. That cancer screening you needed, well, you still need it. Your bad knee's not going to replace itself. And when life as you know it stopped, your medical needs didn't. It's time to take back your health safely. And just like always, Ohio Health is here to help you do it. Visit OhioHealth.com to find out more. Are you struggling to pay out-of-pocket Medicare costs? Your deductibles, co-payments, and prescription medication can really add up. Buckeye Hills Regional Council can help you navigate confusing signups and help you save money. Medicare savings programs such as extra help or low-income subsidy are available. Call 1-800-331-2644 for free over-the-phone assistance with enrollment. No waiting, no travel, just one phone call. That's 1-800-331-2644. Hi, this is Martina McBride. When I'm on stage performing, it takes a team of talented people from all walks of life to make the show a success. I couldn't do it without everyone's help. When we embrace diverse backgrounds and work together as one, there's no challenge or problem too big to overcome. Our strength lies in our diversity. This public service message has been brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. What in the world is going on now? Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News Radio and on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. I-N-E-P-T. Inept Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw. Coach 
Turf. I know you and your staff have been busy this week preparing for another road game. That's right. We are getting ready for another road ball game. We make all of our road trips in our 1937 Packard, and I did want to ask you, because you've been driving it around this week, how things been going in that rascal? Well, Coach, I've been doing real well, uh, except for the flat tire. We got that taken care of. I did want to know, uh, are you supposed to put diesel fuel or kerosene in the gas tank? Well, uh, you know, uh, regular old gasoline would run just fine in that thing, but that that rascal's uh, been had a little everything in that fuel tank, and we found out that it'll run just fine on beer. Well, that certainly seems like a waste to me, Coach, but nevertheless, what about our road trip coming up this week? Well, that's right. We are having another road ball game this week. We're going clean to the beach because we play in Seashore State over at their place, and I do understand from our advanced scouts that they do have a real... Uh, tremendous home field advantage over there. They got a little bit different surface that they play on. Understand that their field has got quite a bit of sand on it, and that makes uh, the footing real treacherous and a little sloppy sometimes over there. Makes it difficult uh, preparing in practice, I guess, on your field to go to a different type of surface. Well, that's right. You know, we got lots of surfaces that we play on. We got what you call your grass. We got what you call your dirt. We got what you call your asphalt. We don't have anything uh, we, uh, resembling sand, and I do have a rule for my ball players. We don't play on it unless a horse eats it. And I'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. And the Art Turf Show is proudly brought to you by a staple of American life, thumbtacks that you can fasten it to the wall and forget it because it will remind you later. Coach Turf, the game this weekend will be the halfway point in your season. You're 0-4 going into the game with Seashore State. That's awful nice of you to remind us. And what have you got planned for uh, this uh, ball club coming up this weekend? Well, you know, uh, we've played uh, four ball games so far this season. We've tried just about a little everything, trying right things that haven't been going too right. You know, well, we, we tried new offenses. We tried new defenses. We tried new linebackers, and we tried substituting new quarterbacks in there. We tried bringing folks up from the Texas squad. We've tried just about a little everything. So what we're going to do this week is try something what never has been tried before. You're going to have an innovation this weekend. Well, not only that, we're thinking up something original, something nobody's ever done before. What we're going to do is we're going to take all of our boys what plays on the offensive side of the football, and we're going to move them over to defense. And then we're going to take everybody what plays on the defensive side of the football and let them play offense. So we figure we can't do no worse than what we've done already. It'll be a little bit difficult for them to learn their assignments in this short a period, won't it? Well, not any more difficult than it has been to learn what they're supposed to do original. Coach Turf, it does seem like a rather drastic measure you're doing this week, especially with a big conference game coming up next week. Well, now, wait a minute. We're not worried about next week. We play in these ball games one at a time. That's completely out of our minds. We're worried about playing Seashore State on the road this week. And, and of course, in practice, we've done uh, flip-flopped our defenses and our offenses and our offenses and our defense because everybody knows when you go to the beach, you got to wear flip-flops. And so this is our flip-flop game plan. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. FM's. Eighty degrees already. Headed up to ninety-two or better. Add in that humidity, and it can be higher yet. 
or at least seemed like it. Windows on my house had condensation on it from the difference of air conditioning and the humidity outside this morning. No mention of rain, though. Maybe tomorrow. It's a Thursday. It's a free-for-all. It's the party line. I'm Dave Palmer. Scott's here as well. Good morning. And, uh, oh, he, he stepped out for a second. All right. Anyway, today is August 12th. That's right, August 12th. And uh, as we often do, we would tell you today is this, today is that. There's only a couple things mentioned today. Today is National Middle Middle Child Day, okay, which assumes you've had three children, I think. Um, Today is National Julian Fries Day. Julianne Fries. Julian fries. What's the, the, the I've heard the expression Julian in cooking. It's how you cut them. How they are sliced. Well, sometimes you have you have steak fries, sometimes you have crinkle cut fries. Well, what is a Julian cut then? It's just a straight cut that cuts them right down that is your typical french fry you would, know, you, you, would you say that uh, mcdonald's french fries are julian fries yes okay just checking yeah that's what i would go with too so if you want the official definition it is uh, a french cut with a culinary knife cut which the potatoes are cut into long thin strips okay similar to matchsticks Oh, that's so. That's even smaller. Yeah, they're they're close to McD's fries, but maybe just a little bit smaller. Now, now that I understand that they're supposed to be that small, I've had those at some very fancy restaurants, and they are good. Yeah, they are really good. You can get the, you know, get the, uh, what do they call those? Matchstick fries in a can, the dried ones. You ever had those? No. You can get. Get, uh, Where, at the market? Yeah, I can't think of what the potato sticks, I think they're called, maybe. And are they waiting to be cooked? They're in no, a can? No, no, they're already, they're crunchy, salty, flavored. In they're, a can? Yeah. Yep, they are tasty, tasty. If you don't want to wait for a hot fries. I tell you what, if you just next want... time you go to the market, you buy one can <laughs> for me, okay? Oh, yeah, sure, I'll pay okay. You back. I'll get right on that. Okay. No, I'm, I don't you, mean oh, rushing to you. It. You want a can of potato sticks? I, I've never seen what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> it's also National Vinyl Record Day. I can tell you, folks, the whole recording process during my lifetime has changed so many times. You know, at the heart of music today is the compact disc but um, there's something about the vinyl sound that at least from my ear the compact disc has never been able to equal we have here at the radio station 
Now, think of a vinyl disc, right? It's, it's 12 inches tall and about three-eighths of an inch thick with its uh, album cover and everything. We have 158 linear feet of albums. I will tell you they're not all stored in this building. Um, we own a number of buildings, and some we have some in storage in other buildings. But here in this building, we probably have 80, 80 running feet. Now, in this building, we also have compact discs, of course. And they're like five inches tall, square, and a quarter inch thick with their covers. I've never gone to the, um, gone to measure how many feet we have of those. But there's a bunch. Anyway, uh, National Vinyl Record Day. There's something terrific about records. Yeah. And, and there's, I can't tell you how many people come into our studio uh, any of our studios, and go, wow, you still have turntables. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really quite amazing. <clears throat> we do have a caller. Let me uh, bring them on board here. Good morning. Hello. Tickety-poo. Yeah, turn down your radio. There you go. Good morning. <laughs> I can't try. My thumb's too big on the button. <laughs> well, use your finger then. <laughs> There it is. There it is. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, man. I'm up, walking, in my right mind, which sometimes people debate that, but <laughs> I can't complain, Dave. I can't complain at my age. Excellent. Hey, what happened to finer than frog hair twice split? Well, when you turn 39, you, you think slip start slipping from your mind. Oh, you know? I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was I was down in Pomeroy area the other day. Mm-hmm. The Exxon station down in in downtown Pomeroy, I paid two eighty seven a gallon. Gee whiz! I wonder how that is all figured out. That's I had no idea. One of them was eight was two eighty eight, and the other station was two ninety nine. So. I paid three something today, or not today, but yesterday. Probably three seventeen. That's thirty cents a gallon cheaper. Now some of them here in Athens is three nineteen. Yep. And you know, I normally use the middle grade, which is right. even higher, so like three forty five or something like that. Well, uh, down there, I think the middle grade was three seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. 22 miles ain't far to drive to save money on gas. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but it depends on how efficient your car is, I think. But yeah. uh, anyway, they, um, we, I'm pleased to announce we've got a new advertiser coming on board, and that is uh, King's Hardware down there, the Ace Hardware. Yeah, yeah. And um, they want to uh, push, they think, that Athens will go nuts over a thing called Monrovia. Yeah. 
You know what I'm talking about? I think I do, yes. It's a paint line. Oh, I didn't know. I never I didn't know. I never heard of that. Yeah. And there's a show on TV called Mon- Monrovia or something like that. And there's a, a young woman who hosts this show and she's all about fixing homes up and making them beautiful. At least that's my understanding. I've not seen the show personally. I haven't. Nah. They, but, uh, uh, this, this paint line is like going nuts. People love it, particularly women. So, huh. um, anyway, we'll, we'll see what that uh, produces here pretty soon. Yeah, that'd be nice. So, and, and by the way, as I go to hardware stores, and I'm a hardware store junkie, um, I grew up at still what I consider the finest hardware store I've ever seen in my life, and that was Worthington Hardware. It still exists. Huh. Right in uh, downtown Worthington. Anyway, um, I'm very, um, what do I want to say, aware of everything in a hardware store. And wow. that and that hardware store in Pomeroy is exceptional. Yeah. So well, anyway, we'll we'll get to that eventually. So what? I'm sorry, I got off the tra- off track here. What's up? No, that's no problem. Uh, seven days, I'll be 39 again. <laughs> again? Uh, well, if you remember Jack Benny's show, he's always 39. He never changed. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> that's where I got it from. <laughs> I did one interview with him. Oh mercy. Nineteen sixty probably sixty seven in Columbus. Huh. With the um anyway, the, he was in a show um with Ken, uh, Kenley players. There I finally got it out. And um that was such a funny thing. I think I've told this story before. Um, Kenley players wanted the radio stations in Columbus all to come in and interview their big star. That They always had a big star in each production. And this was a theatrical productions. Uh-huh. <clears throat> well, at the station I was at, WCOL, um, they... They really had no intention of ever airing these interviews. It was just to get their business. <laughs> so they sent their youngest, least experienced uh, guy, which was me. And um, I, I can remember interviewing all of these big-name people. And they're looking at me like, who are you? <laughs> Because I didn't know how to act or how to what kind of questions to ask or anything, so I yeah, asked I asked some very regular type people questions, and it just they always thought it was funny. I get that look today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. All right, what's up? <laughs> just the gas prices are up, right? Gas prices in the sun. Uh, you know, it, it's fair week, so you know you're going to have rain. 
Yeah. Well, you know, that's been said for years, and for for years it's been true, but so far it's been too not too bad yet. You know, knock on wood here. Yeah. Um, here we are Thursday, and we really have only had two very short downpours. Yeah. Now, Saturday, there's a mention of rain. It's Friday, too. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, I got to go to Galapagos tomorrow. Okay. I got a goddaughter that passed away. She had COVID and, and pneumonia together. Oh, my. 30, 37 years old, Dave. I'm oh, so boy. sorry. Me, too. Yeah. Well, her husband is a truck driver. And uh-huh. He made a trip to Chicago. And when he came back, he had it, didn't realize it, and gave it to her. They're both in the hospital. He got better and got out, and the next day she passed. Mm. Oh, my. Yeah. So it's been kind of rough this week on me. She's, oh, I'll bet. Yeah, it was. it's tough, but, you know, you got to keep on going. You got to keep on living. Well. You got to. It, it's, it's tragic, but you can't let that stop you from enjoying life. I've only had one or two people that I've known closely uh, deal with COVID. Neither one passed, but they had a tough time. Yeah. And um, and there's some lasting, um, what do you call it, like... Long-term There's some effects. long-term effects that could <clears throat> hurt them down the road. Yeah, in their in their uh, respiratory systems, especially. Yeah, well, I've had mine, so I'm not too concerned. But still, I've got COPD, chronic bronchitis. It's uh, you know, you still worry some. Yes, of course. All righty, good talking well, to you. Hey, thanks. Yeah, for, thanks for the report on uh, gas prices too. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Because the college is why they got the gas so high. Say that again. The college? The college. Where I'm from from in West Virginia, we had a small college, West Virginia Tech, or, well, West Virginia Institute of Technology. Yes. At one time, it was one of the top 10 engineering schools in the nation. Right. Gas is always 10 to 15 cents higher than, I can go out 10 miles down the road and get it cheaper. But because of college, huh. they knew the parents and the students would pay. The people would have to pay. I'm, you know, I, I, I guess I just that's the way I feel. That's my opinion, and I know my opinion's like a nose. Everybody's got one. <laughs> okay, that was pretty G-rated there. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> hey, I, I, yeah, I, I, sometimes I forget and get off collared on things, but. <laughs> I don't mean to. Okay. <laughs> hey, we're we're gonna let you go here. We got other things to do, but thank right. you. Always good to hear from you. Y'all have a great day, and this weekend have a good one. Likewise. Thanks, Don. You too. Okay. Right. See ya. Always good to hear his voice. Yeah, it is, hey, and uh, such a pleasant guy too. Oh yeah. Even you know, with everything he's got to deal with, he's always good for a laugh and a smile. Um, I found something here about Jack Benny's 39th birthday. Okay. Well, apparently on a program from February 14th in 1954, uh, they celebrate Jack Benny's 40th birthday 
on uh, that day. Towards the end of the show, apparently Jack Benny gets a telegram from his sister, Florence, saying that Jack was actually born a year later than originally thought, making him 39. So Jack Benny phones home to Rochester, and uh, they ask to get out his birth certificate, and then they ask him what is written in the spot that says date of birth. And uh, Rochester says, a hole. And Jack Benny exclaims, a hole, you know, in his diction there mm-hmm. that, that he does. Mm-hmm. And he's, then the uh, caller says, his boss says, yeah, or the uh, his assistant says, yeah, boss, we erased it once too often. <laughs> <laughs> War through the paper. Yeah. They erased a hole in the birth certificate. I had just uh, forgotten about Rochester till you mentioned him. Yeah. Rochester replied, a hole is there, hey, boss. Hey, Mr. Benny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. A hole. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's boss, see we here. erased it once too often. Did you know, in 1908, on this very date, Henry Ford's company builds the first Model T car? I did not. Now I do. 1908. Let's see. All sorts of things uh, happen, not on this date, but within just a few days of it. 1846, the Smithsonian Institution was established. Uh, I think five or six days ago in 1974, President Richard Nixon announces his resignation. I was there. I have worked, I had several sessions where I attended where I gave a briefing to him. Anyway, 1930, the animated Betty Boop debuts in Max Fleischer's cartoon Dizzy Dishes. And let's talk about Alex Trebek for a minute. Okay. You know, they've had a whole host, well, that's not, a whole group of guest hosts that have if you want to call it, live auditioned uh, to see who might take Alex Trebek's place, right? Yep. Well, they've made their selections now. Now, dig into this for a minute because I don't have it in front of me. But um, one of the executives on the show um was named the regular replacement. So all these different people they tried, it turned out that one of the executives on the show that had been with him for some time uh, turned out to be the most favored. But then there's another gal, and they're going to do special Jeopardy shows like... um, I don't know, primetime shows, that you might call it. And Mayak, Mayak, what's her name? Mayak Balin? Yes, yes. Now, Bialik? 
Balik, I think it is. Balik, okay. Um, she has caught my eye in a good way. I mean, I think I would thoroughly enjoy her as a partner in life. She's just a, a hoot. And don't 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 read anything into that. I'm just saying, um, I really like her nature and her personality. And she was what's that story with um, all those intelligence guys that that piled around? It's a sitcom. Um, she was in that show as one of the actresses. Wasn't uh, NYPD Blue? Was it? No, no, no. This is a comedy thing. Oh, comedy. Okay. Um, oh, shucks! It's on all the time now. Let's see if I can find it. You got the tall guy, the short guy, the other guy, and they're all like super brains. And come Big, on, Big Bang Theory. Yes, that's it. She was an actress on that, but she has recently, um, she did a, a week or two of being the guest auditioning host of Jeopardy. And so she came in number two, and just for special occasion shows. So they finally have now announced now who Alex Trebek's replacements are. I really like her. I just uh, did a little bio search on her, and according to Movie Pilot, uh, the former star of Blossom, and she is also mother of two, she has an impressive IQ that falls between 150 and 163. She also holds a Ph.D. in neuroscience That's right. from UCLA. That's pretty impressive. And yet an actress. Yes, good to have that high IQ if you got to remember lines, huh? <laughs> Do you remember, boy, that brings up another topic. Do you remember your IQ score? Yes. Where would that be discovered? Um, like that... if, let's say it's Dave Palmer, and of course somewhere along the way that happened, but I do not remember what it was. I would guess maybe in your high school records, uh, if you were able to access those. You went to Worthington, right? Yes. Maybe yes. Worthington High School may have them archived somewhere. And what do we, what do we ask for? Uh, I would say a guidance counselor, maybe, okay. to see if they could dig in to where. That's typically where they came from. If I, if I recall correctly, but I'll I'll Google it and see what comes up. You know, I I have a wide interest in many topics, and I'm particularly good at certain things. And even though my educational achievements have not been all that remarkable, because I was fascinated with other things other businesses I was operating at, even at the age of 14. Uh, but I'm just curious what, what 
that so-called IQ number might have been. And I don't even know what. You said she had a 153 or something Between like that? that 153 and 160. Okay, so is that? That's pretty much genius level. Is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, but I I'd think be there curious. were there were a um, score of tests that we we uh, were given as children that I remember to to try to determine that during the I think it was the junior high days. Okay. Somewhere in there, the achievement tests or something like that, if I recall correct. Here we are t- talking about IQ, and I'm trying to remember. So uh, um, I was very pleased with mine i'll just say that so Mm -hmm. um well it shows you're not a schmuck (laughs) well thank Um, you (laughs) i mean you know to 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 host any radio program you have to have a wide variety of basic knowledge so that you can why am i talking Let's well, not worry about it. Yeah, I, I was just going to try to find the levels of uh While IQ, you're doing that, I'm going to go on a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see, historical events. You, But you keep looking. Okay, historical events on this date. The Battle of Digori, Digori, D-I-D-G-O-R-I. This is the year 1121 on this date. The Georgian army under King David, the builder wins a decisive victory over the famous Seljuk commander Ilgazi. In fourteen eighty on this date, the Battle of Otranto O T R A N T O That is where the Ottoman troops behead eight hundred Christians for refusing to convert to Islam. They beheaded 800 people. Wow. All in one day. 1851, Isaac Springer, an American inventor, patents the sewing machine. Remember Singer's sewing machine? Sure do, yep. I think I have one. That may have been my mother's in the basement. 1908, as we've already mentioned, Henry Ford's company builds the first Model T car. 1881, I'm sorry, 1981, IBM introduces its first personal computer. The PC and the PC-DOS version 1.0. All right, how about some famous birthdays? Okay. Today, all male. There's four of them. One of them is still alive. It's Pete Sampras. Pete's celebrating his 50th birthday today. Professional tennis player. Yep. Um, I wasn't absolute until you said it, but I was on the tip of my tongue. I thought he was tennis. Okay, let's see here. We'll try to do these in uh, alpha, not an alphabetic order, but order of age. So we're going backwards. 
The next guy is Guy Gibson. Born in 1918, died in 1944. Guy Gibson. Guy Gibson, wing commander Guy Penrose Gibson, uh, was a distinguished bomber pilot in the Royal Air Force during the Second World War. Next is Alexei Nikolaevich, and I'll spell it for you, N-I-K-O. L-A-E-V-I-C-H. He was born in 1904, died in 1918. Very brief life. Uh, was the last and heir apparent to the throne of the Russian Empire. He was the youngest child and only son of Emperor Nicholas II and Empress Alexandra Feodorovna. What? Is there any comment about his being 14 when he passed? Um, like was he executed or you know something evil uh, let's see here let's see hmm, it doesn't doesn't say here well, yet maybe he just was ill st- yeah it's it, with that it's what I'm thinking at some point oh well and the last name we have to mention is Erwin Schrodinger uh, before we get to him, oh, uh, he found something. Yeah, he was born with hemophilia. Ah, okay. Is that a blood disorder? I think. Yes. Okay. Erwin Schrödinger, Schrödinger. So, I'll help you a little bit. Erwin with an E. Schrödinger is S C H R O D I N G E R. Born in 1887, died in 1961. Erwin Rudolf Joseph Alexander Schrödinger, sometimes written as Erwin Schrödinger or Erwin Schrödinger, any way you want it, right, was a Nobel Prize-winning Austrian-Irish physicist who developed a number of fundamental fundamental results, and uh, it led to Schrödinger's theory. What did he discover? He discovered the quantization of the hydrogen atom's energy levels. Wow. Okay. Um, two famous deaths. Um, the first one is that of Cleopatra, who died in minus 30 B.C. No, that can't be. They just mean 30 B.C. Yeah. And the B.C., of course, is before Christ. Yes. Okay. Uh, Cleopatra. I think most of us know who that was. Now, George Stevenson, born in 1781, died in 1848. Stevenson with a P.H. in there. Okay. What, uh, what's his thing? George Stevenson was a British civil engineer and mechanical engineer renowned as the father of railways. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so, so much for that report. Yeah. All right, here we go with the genius level. You ready for those? And uh, the 
Jeopardy host we just spoke of, she falls in the high category, just below Genius. Genius is 160 and above. High level is 145 to 159. That's where mine falls in. In case people wonder, what's his IQ? Because we've been talking about it. So now you know. There it is. Do you remember the specific number? I do. Yeah. You w- it's between 145 and 159. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll leave One, it at that. 146. Okay. Is what it was. You know, what it is. I'm probably a 13. Um, <laughs> well, let's see where you fall. So uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'll find out if I can. Yeah. 116 to 144 above average. 85 to 115 average. 71 to 84 below average. And then 70 and on below considered the low average okay now is this do they still do this uh measure iqs yeah 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 i mean you could go on of all children i mean at perhaps junior high level or what i'm not sure if they still administer those types of you know with all these privacy laws and and pc correct everything too that um I, i some people get offended because of they you know they might not get the score that they think their child should be or something so they've pushed back about administering these testings and things like that but you know for the child's benefit on the other side if if they need some kind of extra educational help this will help guide them to to what they need instead of saying well I don't want to know that number because I don't want my child to feel bad. Well, of course you don't want them to feel bad, but at the same time, what if they could benefit from something that could help them? Okay, so, uh, you know, for, let's see, 73, 83, 93, 2003, 2013, 2014. Okay, so I'm just a couple of years shy of having been managing and owning this station for 50 years. Um, We have 33 employees here, folks. Um, Which also means there's a lot of them you don't hear on the air. Um, You know, I have never inquired about someone saying, well, what's your IQ? But I think that'd be interesting. Um, does a high IQ mean they have talent? No. I mean, there are all sorts of talents. We have people that go out and talk to our advertisers about selling, advertising rather, on our stations. That kind of talent is entirely different than hosting a radio show. Um, We have some that are involved in the engineering, meaning the electronics and the transmitters and all of our equipment. We are some that are involved in the bookkeeping, you know, the, the accounting aspect. Uh, all these different skills. But 
does a high Q high IQ help in all those areas? I don't know. I I just don't know. I think it would, yeah, because you know, some people if you would give an IQ exam for a certain topic, like the ones you just mentioned, they may score off the charts in their particular area of specialty, right? Now, if you give them something that, like, you know, how to repair a car engine, Butch could come in here and score off the charts on that, whereas maybe somebody else may not. Mm-hmm. So the IQ test is, a, is basically used to measure intellectual abilities and potential. So the, the capacity to learn, basically. They're designed to reflect a range of cognitive skills, uh, such as re- uh, reasoning, some logic, and uh, the ability to problem solve. And, you know, it, it, a lot of this, many experts will say it's largely something with which you are born. Yeah. So it's it's not a test of knowledge. It just kind of represents what you learn through education and also life experience. You know, the hands-on things that we do are things that we or Or, or could it measure the ability to learn something new? Sure. You know. Yeah, IQ, that's what it means, a capacity to learn. Okay. Well, I want to go from one end of the spectrum to the other now. Okay? <laughs> just just for a little bit of fun. we got eight minutes or left. Okay. So I brought in some jokes. Bad jokes. Okay. So, um, you, um, folks, I hope you kind of enjoy having a smile once in a while. I, you should anyway. Uh, why don't oysters donate to charity? Because they're shellfish. <laughs> What does a baby, uh, what does a baby computer call its father? Dada. <laughs> what did the custodian say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies. <laughs> Supplies. <laughs> How does a penguin build its house? With glue? Egg glue? There you go. It glues it together. It glues it. It glue. Which knight invented King Arthur's round table? Circumference. Ah. <laughs> What do sprinters eat before a race? Nothing, they fast. Aha. Uh-huh. This one I had to scratch my head at. What do you call a fly without wings? A walk. A what? Walk. Like a W A L K? Yes. Okay. 
I still it's, thought it, I could share it because I thought maybe there's something wrong with me. No, no. Well, it can't fly, so it walks. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's not as good as some of these others. Okay, let's keep going. What happens when you witness a shipwreck? You let it sink in. <laughs> How can you find Will Smith in the snow? Follow the Fresh Prince. Uh, I thought it had something to do with a show or a movie. What does a clock do when it's hungry? It goes back four seconds. Mm-hmm. What's the easiest way to make a glowworm happy? off its tail. It'll be delighted. Oh my. I don't think that would make it happy. Mm. What do you ma- what do you call a belt made of watches? A waste of time. <laughs> I don't know. That hit me that way too. Why did Adele cross the road? Why did a... Adele. Adele. Oh, okay. The singer, Adele. Uh, I'll let you figure it out. Okay. Why did Adele cross the road? To say hello from the other side. Am I missing something there? There's a song that she did that uh, is close to that, and I can't think the title of it. Um, I can hear it, but I can't think of the title of it. What's the best way to carve wood? Whittle by whittle. Aha. Uh-huh. What did the teacher do with the student's report on cheese? She graded it. What's the difference between a piano and a fish? The scales. You can't tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Mm. You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Got it. I read it wrong. Okay. What did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? I'm 80. I'm 80. (laughs) I'm 80. Yeah. How do you organize an astronomer's party? You plan it. (laughs) Um, What's the action like in a circus? Intense. Get it? Yes. Why did the scarecrow get promoted? You're supposed to see. Uh, oh, I don't um, know why. Why did the scarecrow get promoted? Because he was outstanding in his field. <laughs> yeah. 
What do you call a pony with a sore throat? A little horse. Hey, you got that ding, one. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. What do you call a fish with no eye? Fish. Um. <laughs> what? With no eye. What do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? A boomerang? A stick. A stick. <clears throat> what kind of car does an egg drive? Go for it. A Yolks wagon. Uh, a Yolks wagon. Yeah, there, I got it out. What do you call a factory that sells generally decent goods? A satisfactory. Hmm. Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Ooh. <clears throat> Why should you never eat a clock? Oh, come on. Do it. Because it's too time-consuming. What should a sick bird do? Get treatment. Uh -huh. I want a job cleaning mirrors. Is something I it's something I can really see myself doing. What grades did the pirate get on his report card? Seven C's. Well, you get the point. We have a, this we lengthy hope. list. We hope. <laughs> of such things. And it's just kind of fun. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. New COVID infections in the U.S. spiked 81% in the last month. The FDA is expected to approve COVID booster shots today for people with compromised immune systems. Dr. Anthony Fauci tells CBS this morning he believes it's just a matter of time until everyone who's been vaccinated needs one. We're following cohorts of individuals, elderly, younger individuals, people in nursing homes, to determine if, in fact, the level of protection is starting to attenuate, and when it does get to a certain level, we will be prepared. More government workers will have to get vaccinated. Health Secretary Javier Becerra says shots will be required for more than 25,000 Department of Health and Human Services employees. The Department of Veterans Affairs was the first federal agency to require vaccines. The face of this country is changing. We'll get a new snapshot when 2020 census numbers come out in a few hours. The data are expected to show dozens of counties, mostly in the South and Southwest, no longer have a majority racial or ethnic